All right, thanks, Trav. Uh, <laughs> welcome back <laughs> to the Gen Z Hockey Podcast with your host, Sahar and Lucas. We have special guest Trevor back. He's been here last season up to talk Canucks. Last season, or like in the bubble or whatever. And we're back to play uh, to talk about the Canucks. Um, they won last night 6 2. For one, I think something like yeah, that. Yeah, uh, okay. So they lines. just they destroyed the Senators. That's that's the point that I'm trying to make. Yeah. Uh, before that, they've had a tough time this season. Um, and yeah, how how do you see the Canucks right now? They're an interesting team. I mean, the perception is a little bit nicer because they played Ottawa three games in a row and just dummied them. Yeah. But even like when you look at the scores in those games, like it looks a lot worse than it was. They got outshot in every game. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. That's that. one thing. What that when I was watching highlights or whatever, I'm like or like replays, I saw that like Ottawa. It was like twenty to like fifteen or like thirty to like twenty, and like and yet they were still winning. But that can also be like um, it can also be just like. Um, when if you're winning by a lot, you just like stop trying, not stop trying, you stop offense. So, well, yeah, you you tend to teams that are down tend to um, be a little bit more, um, or they tend to, yeah, warranted. yeah, yeah, they tend to kind of press a little bit more so you get a little bit more offensive zone time. But, um, I mean, it's interesting, like they've before the Ottawa series, it was. It was a little bit, uh, a little bit rough. I was um, watching the Montreal game. They really, they really just couldn't, they couldn't really play with Montreal in that. And that, their, uh, it was the, it, yeah, their defense is a little ugly. Um, yeah, it hasn't, it hasn't looked great. Nate Schmidt hasn't, hasn't been what I thought he was going to be. He's, he's been all right. I mean, the thing with the Canucks is their defense, for the first time in a long time, they can produce offense from their defense. Mm-hmm. But they can't play defense. Yeah, I that's that's relatable, I guess, because the Leafs had that problem for years. Uh, like they they had such they had offensive defensive, but they just couldn't they couldn't keep the puck out of their own net. Um, and so I've also noticed that I uh, he he got a couple goals yesterday. Uh, he's been a, he's been a little slow, but like Pedersen hasn't been. He's he started a little slow. I know he sc- he scored yesterday. Bassard got two goals yesterday, but he's been a little slow. Like, do you think that that maybe like they started off slow, but I think that the, the those three games could give them a bit of confidence just just going forward. I hope so. Um, yeah, the top line has not been great so far. Um, I mean, the first few games you could maybe the first game they played really well. Um, they beat Edmonton. Bassard had a couple goals, um, but I think in early on they missed JT Miller. Um, and then when he came back, he kind of had to get his legs going a little bit. So I think hopefully after this series, they get a little confidence and they can kind of um, bring that towards the rest of the season. But yeah, it's been kind of rough. Pedersen looked like he was fighting the puck a little bit for the first few games. Like, I don't know if it was just, I think a lot of it, it looked like a confidence thing where he just, part of it, I think was confidence. A part of it was just pucks for just, hopping over a stick or yeah. he'd get a chance and he'd fan on it or he'd hit the post or like some of it was bad luck. But some of it just looked like he was fighting the puck. Um, so me and Lucas watch mostly uh, Leafs games. 
from your you watching a Vancouver game, I don't know if you stay up and watch the games. Um, is goaltending the issue? Because goaltending hasn't been great, but it also hasn't been terrible. And I've listened to a couple of Vancouver podcasts and just like their opinions. And they said that goaltending is not exactly like the biggest issue that they're having right now, but it is a issue. I don't think goaltending is a problem. I think part of it is just Brayden Holpe and Thatcher Demko aren't Jacob Markstrom. And that's, that's part of it because um, Jacob Markstrom gave them elite goaltending for the last two years. Yeah. Brayden Holpe and Thatcher Demko have been average to above average so far this season. Demko has been below average. And for most teams, you need just average goaltending. I don't know. I feel like Demko has been – he hasn't given up many bad goals. Um, I don't uh, – there aren't many goals I've seen that I can really blame on Dr. Demko, but the thing with the Canucks is their defense is so leaky that they almost need really good goaltending to stay yeah. in a lot of games. Because, like, the guy like Jacob Markstrom, like, part of the reason they were so successful last year um, is, like, he was just – he had the ability to keep you in pretty much any game. Um, and I think even on the back end, um, you miss a guy like Chris Tanev too. Yeah. Um, where yeah. he was just kind of a, a steady guy on the blue line. And I think the biggest thing with Tanev is um, what he did for Quinn Hughes because yeah. he kind of settled him down as his partner. Quinn Hughes has, I mean, he's got 11 points in 10 games. He's doing his thing offensively, but He's been a little. Um, it's been interesting to watch him in the in the D zone and in transition. Like he's just. Who's his partner? Uh, he's now playing with Jordy Ben. Okay. Um, he started with Travis Hamanek before he got hurt. Jordy, Jordy Ben's Jordy Ben's steady. Yeah, Jordy Ben's fine. I mean, I'd like to see Jordy Ben's been playing well, but he's only played against Ottawa, so I'd like to see that pairing play against some better competition to kind of fully judge whether that's a good pairing for Quinn Hughes. Um, but he started with Travis Hamanick, who is just uh, Chris Tanev, but not quite as good. Um, like they play a similar style of game, but I think with Chris Tanev, like he just kind of settled the game down for Quinn Hughes and it just made the um, – it kind of masks some of the mistakes that he made. Um, Cause I mean, he's a, definitely an offensive defenseman. He's, he's best in transition and like, he's going to put up points and it's going to look good. But like there were the first few games, like, I mean, he's, he's a smaller defenseman, right? So he's, he kind of has to um, like, he's not, the greatest in in his own end as of, like his strengths are are in the in the ozone right so see i've been i've been watching uh, especially watching that montreal series i just keep thinking man canucks the canucks maybe would have benefited from considering re-signing tyler to i know they had no cap space but jesus he's looked he looked insane they went in that in that series yeah tyler to is this weird thing where he just always plays well in vancouver um, I don't know what it is. When he played for LA, he was great whenever he played the Canucks in Vancouver. When he played with the Canucks, he was point per game. And then he comes back with Montreal and scores five goals in two games. 
He hadn't scored all season. He hadn't scored all season. Then he scores a hat trick in the first game. It's incredible. Watching those games, Talat Toffoli missed like three wide open nets. He could have had like. Oh, oh, of course. Definitely. And in the second game, I don't know if you can hear it, but you can definitely see it when he like, he's about, he almost scored another hat trick in the second game. He had two goals and he almost scored a guy. And he's like, and he's like pissed off because he couldn't get the like second hat trick. Yeah, no, it was, I mean, the thing with, um, you look at, like, the Canucks media and fan base or whatever, and the big issue that they had with the offseason is they paid Jake Furtanen two and a half million, but couldn't pay Tau Toffoli four and a half. Four. Yeah. Or four or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't I mean, think Jake Furtanen's been horrible. I, I, I've, I've been impressed yesterday. with him. Oh, he, he has? Okay. Yeah, um, but, like, it doesn't... It doesn't matter if you think he's not like he's been good or not. You you signed Tyler Toffoli because he's younger and he can put up more points than uh, Jay Fortano. Yeah, I mean, so. I think one thing that's helped a little bit is the progression of Niels Hoglander. Oh, he's been fantastic, um, and he's he's kind of taken the spot on the um, the Bohorval line, um, which I'm part of that too. Is that pushes Jake Vertanen out of the top six. And Jake Vertanen's a weird player because he's a guy you can't really trust defensively. Um, and, like, because Jake Vertanen's one of those guys. Like, he's – he has so much talent. He's one of the fastest guys in the league. He's got a cannon of a shot, but he just has never been able to put it together. Yeah, I remember there were there were a few years there where we were you know just watching Jake Furtan and you're just kind of like God, I hope he puts it together because he he was drafted really high like you, yeah. you hope and he he seems to be taking some steps but you know you still see some cracks there. You see a couple games where he just dominates and you're like, this is Jake Furtan and like this is what he's gonna be and then he disappears for a week. You're like, okay, well. Yeah, no, no. Uh, uh, that happens. That happens with players. Uh, like play, players disappear. It's 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 weird. Like that's just that's just what happens. Yeah, like, the thing with Jake Vertanen though is like there's guys who are streaky like that, but like he just he just doesn't have many other aspects of his game that are always on and that he'll be effective. Like there are some guys who are kind of like they if they don't score for a bit, they can find other ways to be effective. Um. Jake Vertanen's a guy who was drafted to be like a power forward type, right? Like he was going to, I mean, he's really fast. He's got a wicked shot, but they also expected him to come in and just throw throw his weight around. And I mean, he's a big body, so he'll, he'll throw a few hits here and there, but like he's not kind of what they wanted him to be um, and kind of what they expected him to be out of the draft. But... So okay, just yeah, keep keep go, going. No, go go go. Uh, I'm gonna uh, go into like, I'm gonna start going into more like wider NHL. But if you if you want to go more Vancouver, I was then, gonna do I was gonna do the same thing. Oh okay. Uh, so, so how do you how do you see the division like our division sort of uh, shaping out in the end? Um, I think I think um, it's interesting because I mean Ottawa is definitely at the bottom, and then. You've got this kind of Edmonton, Vancouver, I think are kind of similar. Um, 
And like even like the two games that Edmonton and Vancouver played at the beginning of the year, um, Vancouver played really well. Won the first one, second one. Connor McDavid just said, "Screw you! I'm winning this game and scored a hat trick." So like, what are you gonna do? Um, but then Winnipeg's an interesting team to me. I don't really know where to place them because um, I mean Connor Hellbuck can carry them a long way. And they are um, currently in third place. Yeah, and like once they get Pierre Dubois in the fold, I think that could be a really interesting team. Because um, even like Line, like he only played what one two games because he was hurt and then he got traded. He played one game. He had yeah. he had three points, I think. Yeah, but like yeah, like he's only really played one game this season, so like you're not really losing that much in terms of like looking at the record and what they've done, and then you add in Pierre Dubois. Um, I don't know, I. I feel like at the end of the year, the top three will be some combination of Toronto, Montreal, Calgary. Um, really? But Calgary? I, 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 like I like the Flames. Um, I'm not sold. I, so, I don't know what it is. Um, so Calgary played six games and has five points. Yeah. I don't know. I, and I'm just, I'm not sold yet. Like, they haven't played a lot of games. That's probably why. Because they had like a week off after playing like three games. Yeah. I mean, That's it's probably because like, because, like, I mean, they played six games. Both their wins are against Vancouver, and two of their losses are against Toronto. Yeah. So, like, it's kind of hard to judge because, like, I think Toronto and Montreal are far and away the top two teams in this division. Um, and I just – that's just – like, even what, like watching Montreal, like, the Cox weren't in the same league as Montreal. Uh, they, they so weren't. Like, it, I, it, I saw it, that it, third period – I thought that they were going to come back because they tied it 2-2 and then Montreal just turned into a second gear and the game was over. Yeah, no. And the Canucks just, they, uh, like, they have a Bob Man rushes, which is not ideal. Especially yeah. against Montreal. Like, that seems yeah. fast. Yeah, like, it's, yeah, the problem with mostly with their defense, like I talk about them being leaky a lot, but it's mostly just they, they turn the puck over and it's, you know, two-on-ones, three-on-ones. It's just, it's not. Yeah, that, that's, not, you, that's not sustainable. That's going to kill you uh, in the long run. But um, looking at February for the Vancouver Canucks, they have their first 10 games are against Montreal, Toronto, and Calgary. And it, it might be just like, I don't know, like it's, this like this stretch, the next like ten games, they have eleven games. They have a game against Winnipeg, but the ten games after that, I think, is going to decide their season. Yeah, because I think, yeah, if they can be bounced back in at least like six of those games, then I think they might be back in it. But if they go down, like if they lose like eight of ten. I think that's going to be done for them, and I don't think they're going to have a chance. Which hopefully they do, because I want Vancouver in the playoffs. I but, love the Canucks. They were so fun last year. Yeah, they were so fun last year, and like uh, they got the furthest in the playoffs uh, from any other Canadian team. And I think they just like they ran out of gas, but they were a fun team to watch, and they played really well. So it's tough to lose so many good players, but like. What are you going to do? Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think if they can tread water, if they can even, like, just stay, hover around 500 in this stretch, it'll be interesting. They play Winnipeg tomorrow. They've just been really bad against Winnipeg recently. Like, the last – I don't remember the last time they won a game in Winnipeg. Um, like, it's just, it's just one of those weird teams that they just can't seem to beat for some reason. 
So like they're five hundred right now. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, I have they... I have a, a okay. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, go, go ahead. Well, I have a bit of a interesting interesting tidbit. So after the after the Montreal game, I think the second Montreal game, I saw fire bending bending trending on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Do you have any uh, any uh, thoughts on that? You for or against? Uh, I don't know. It's it's interesting because I mean Jim Benning is a guy that I think it's reached the point like there's been a lot of back and forth in that about like he's made some good moves he's made some pretty bad ones too but I his think, drafting is amazing uh, it got better um, uh, Jake Vertanen and Olio Levy are, are interesting ones but um, and even like I mean, both those guys, they're NHL players at least, which is, I guess, something. Um, but um, you look at, I don't know, it's just a lot of it is he's just, he's put them in a hole cap-wise. Um, and I think it's just one of those things where, I mean, it's been seven years, I think, if, it's they, been don't seven playoffs, years, holy if they don't make the playoffs, the series gone. And I don't really think that's a question. Um, but... I think the only thing is just with GMs, it's almost it's a lot of bad GMs. So it's that almost scary. Like you fire a guy like Jim Benning, who I mean, he's not amazing, but you could replace him with a lot worse. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that uh, Mike Gillis. Mike Gillis was like, uh, he like wants to be the the new Pittsburgh GM, something like that. Uh, you know, I I haven't he hasn't been a GM in years since he since he left Vancouver. Like since the Canucks, I, yeah. I couldn't, but I, I I couldn't see him coach coach the Pittsburgh Penguins with all that with with all their their. I don't know. There was he tried to turn the Canucks into the Bruins. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um. There was like yesterday. Um. On TSN. Um. Darren Dreger said that Sidney Crosby or Evgeny Malkin might be moved this summer. So Pittsburgh, it might be a like bottom of the league team next year or within the next year. So that's gonna be interesting to see. So Sidney Crosby might go somewhere else, and they were saying he might be a Vancouver Canuck. No, who knows? They were saying they were saying that he might go to they might go to he might go to Montreal just because that's his hometown hometown, team and stuff. So. It's going to be interesting to see. There's going to be a lot of movement, I think, um, after this season and into the trade deadline. So it's, and I think a lot of Canadian teams, if they're going to add, it's going to be like two weeks or so before the, before the actual trade deadline so that they can get the players Mm -hmm. beforehand because they have to stay the two weeks in, in quarantine. So. Uh, We'll see. Uh, Any more connects questions for you? Uh, Do you have any? any Uh, No, I'm good. All right. Uh, thanks, thanks, Trav, for stopping by. I know it's early in the morning, but uh, thanks for thanks for coming on. That was a lot of fun. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. It's always fun to be on. See you, bud. All right. Okay. So we talked with Trevor. Vancouver looks like they're gonna be mediocre this this year. Sadly, they were a fun team last year. I wish they would have stayed, but. I think, um, but I think we're also like I know, but we're like we're ten games in. I, I I know that's like a fifth of the season, but still, it's like, like if they can, you said this road trip, like they could, 
if if they stay like uh 500 or a little better than 500 are they like they, they could still be in that mix they're still in, they're in the playoffs right now they're in a yeah spot. they are in the playoffs though but like like toronto versus vancouver is like we'll see because they're playing the next three games in toronto we'll see how that goes but but like if if we just destroy them all three times like i don't even think i want them in the playoffs just because like it's just gonna be like Actually, no, I do. We have Boston. No, I, what are you talking about? What are yeah, you talking I, what about? Talk? I'm trying to justify and have a shit team in the playoffs. Yes, I what are you want that. About? What am I talking about? Jesus. Um, uh, okay. So, so yeah, I, I like how we brought up uh, Vertanen and only Levy because here, that's another interesting thing. I don't know if you know about this. So they took, so they took Vertanen at six in 2014. Two picks later, Willie Nylander gets picked by the Leafs. So they, they had Willie Nylander in their laps. You know why William Nylander wasn't chosen by by like most teams, why he got passed up? He he could have been a top five pick, but he wasn't. Um, you know why? Because his dad had a bad attitude about yeah, I, uh, I heard something I heard something about that, and I heard that and like apparently it was known that he had somewhat of a bad attitude or something like yes. that. So, but then but, but then the Leafs talk to the dad and talk to him and they're like, they're like, we heard rumors and they're like all this stuff. And then like, I, I don't think he has a bad attitude. I think like his, like, I don't even know where that came from. Like, and he's, uh, he wasn't, another reason I, he's not a Kasperi captain where he like mispractices or like was out drinking and stuff like that. Like he posted d- kind of not dumb stuff, but like him just being like, like braids and like dancing around with a t-shirt with cares? his brother. No, no, no. Like, I'm just saying that, like, he just does, like, social media, but, like, he doesn't actually, like, do anything to, like, destroy his game or, like, just be a bad, have a bad attitude. And, uh, like, we haven't heard anything about him being, like, a, a cancer in the dressing room. Like, he's not. He's, no, he's, don't you love Willie Nealander? I love Willie Yeah, Willie I like Willie like uh, But going back to the bad attitude thing, I heard that, um, I think Shani and his dad played with each other, like, when they were both, yeah. when they were both in the NHL. And Shanahan was like, I don't, York, I, think, I, I don't have any problems with him. Yeah. So, something like that. He was like, I, I didn't have any problems with him. I thought he was a great guy. So, yeah. so they, and then, and then they picked him. And then Ole Levy, that draft uh, a couple of years later was the Austin Matthews draft. So they pick Ole Levy at five right after him is Matthew Kachuk. And Matthew Kachuk has been terrorizing the Vancouver Canucks his entire career. And even, and even further down the list is Mikhail Sergachev at nine. Yeah. So yeah, because so, no, it's because every time I hear like about Jim Benning, everyone says that he's such a great drafter and like he drafts so so well or whatever. But after like, I didn't know this. So like, he is he's a good drafter, but also like he's not because he missed up on like a couple of great players that could have changed the team significantly. But then again, like he took Brock Besser at twenty something, like that was yeah. a hidden gem that, yeah, that yeah. hit him in the twenties, and then yeah, and then Elias. Was at five, and he's outscored all of all of his yeah uh, all the players that were above him. Yeah. So he he's found these players, yes, but he but it's it's so great. It's it's interesting to see how like he he's known as such a good drafter, but he could have had even better players. Yeah. And um. I I okay. I hope the best for the Canucks. Now yeah. let's get to a team that matters. Yes. So Toronto won yesterday against um, Edmonton, three four. Um, okay, so when was the last game we 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 were like talking on the podcast? We we beat we we did 
we did one on the first Calgary game. So we haven't talked about Muzzin and Kachuk. And then obviously we haven't talked about the Oilers because it happened yesterday. True. Okay. So the last couple of games, um, we won, beat Calgary 2-3. Uh, we beat uh, Calgary again 3-4. And then we beat Edmonton 3-4. Um, you want to do Calgary, how, how we played there, and then we'll go Edmonton from oh, last night. Okay. So, so the Calgary game uh, – that first period, I don't know if you stayed up and watched. By the way, can I just yeah, say I this? Did. I did. When will when will the Western teams realize that they don't matter and that all their games should be at 7 p.m. Eastern? When will they realize that just they don't matter and and we sh- we should be able to watch them at 7 p.m. Eastern because the way, because they don't that matter. Kinda, that kind of mentality makes them hate us even more when we say that kind of crap. Okay, then why don't you? Okay, well then then beat us. Oh wait, you can't do that because you don't matter. So, um, so. <laughs> I'm such an asshole. I was just literally riling, saying this. Just, just showing the middle finger to every single Western Conference team. Or Canadian North. Uh, yeah. It, Western it, Canadian. Teams in the West. Yeah. I was saying this to my dad. My dad was like, geez, the game's at like 9, 9 p.m. p.m. today. I'm like, well, can't really do that. It's all time zone. He's like, yeah, I know. Like, But really, like, do they matter? Like, they, like, they should be at 7. <laughs> so... So the first period of that game was that not the greatest first period you've ever seen out of that team in five years, or so, at yeah. least five so to ten years. It was it was like ten to zero in shots, or it was like ten to one. But like the one shot was like it barely even like hit the goalie, or like it, it just it didn't even count as an actual shot. But apparently it did. So it was like it just the Leafs destroyed them defensively and did not let them do anything. It was like yeah, it was like a like. A professional like hockey team playing against like a under sixteen hockey team, a, a like peewee hockey team. I remember yeah, there was one chance team. in the first period where they, the Flames had a two on one. It was like shit, 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 and then like he passed to the Zach coach. It's like uh, okay, and just, it just kind of broke it up like it was nothing. Like yeah, like it didn't yeah. even like it didn't even matter to yeah. him. And like Wayne Simmons, like great goal to start off the game. Uh, I didn't I didn't know until I watched the like. Like so, he shot the puck. It hit. It hit Markstrom, and then he and then he hit it again on the rebound, and yeah. was able to get a stick on it. Yeah. And then like Austin Matthews from Mitch Marner, just what a what a fantastic like. That's just that's a goal that he scores all the time. But every time I yeah. see it, I'm just like, it's just a thing of beauty. It's just a Austin thing of beauty. Matthews has been on a roll recently, and it's good to see because lots of goals. We need him. We need him. Yeah. Um. So Matthews now has nine points in eight games, and Marner has thirteen points in eight, nine games. Okay, can I, can I say something? Can I say something? I Go think you it. owe an apology to someone. I think you owe an apology to someone. Mitch Marner. Yes. It might just be a hot start. We'll we'll oh, see how it goes. Shut up. Uh, he's leading the league in points with Connor McDavid, dude. Like he yeah, is back. He is here. Just leave all that shit in the past. It doesn't matter anymore. There's going to be an asterisk. We only played Canadian teams where majority of them, the word that we're playing is really good. I have to give them that. He's playing really well. But also the majority of these uh, Canadian hockey teams are not very good. I don't know what you're talking about. And I don't, I don't, I don't care for your points. I don't care for you. I don't care for your points. Last night, Edmonton. Okay. So I have a couple of things to talk about the Edmonton game, but we need to finish Calgary. So um, we beat the uh, Flames, and then Jake Muzzin shoots a puck at Matthew Kachuk's. As Matthew Kachuk is leaving the ice, 
he is just losing it. It's as if someone like Were you not laughing? punched his mom or something, and he's just absolutely furious. Like he looked like a drunk person coming out of like wanting to start a bar fight and then getting the bar, like uh, Red the Dead bar Redemption. fight. Like Yeah, and like the bar fight being broken up, and then he's just losing. He's like, I wanted to punch someone in the face, and then he takes a stick, smashes his stick, starts hitting everything on like the oh, on the entrance to the. Or the, to entrance, the locker room. It, locker room. He just starts tossing everything, and it's his own team. I don't understand why you're tossing your own team's shit, so that your trainer has to go pick it up. Like, what an asshole! And what's the just... funniest? The funniest thing is he tries to do that and misses, and only hits the like hand sanitizer, which yeah. might be the most important thing right now. Yeah. And then, yeah, like I don't understand. Like he got a he, like okay, so. For those that haven't seen, Jake Muzzin just kind of like tossed the puck at. He did not um, shoot the puck at him. He, he didn't, gently like, lofted flicked. a puck just yeah. to be funny, like yeah. yes to piss him off, but just to be funny. I yeah. didn't know that such a little thing could piss off Matthew Kachuk. You know why he was so pissed off? Because they lost to to Toronto twice. Like it's it's like he he did the thing to to the goalie, and yet no one fought him. Because they were winning almost the entire game. And they're like, why would we fight you if, like, I don't, could that be it? I don't know if that could be it, but, like, could that be a reason he didn't get to fight anyone from the Leafs? Uh, I don't know. But, see, we were talking, we always talk about Matthew Kachuk on how he's such he a pest. He got embarrassed. And how, like, yeah, well, who cares? He couldn't be a but, pest during the game. <laughs> like, how he's such a pest and how he, like, he, you know, he, he gets under other teams' skins. I didn't know it took that easy to get under his skin. I never knew it was that easy to just get under a Matthew Chuck's skin by just lofting a puck at his at his chest. Yeah. And he tries That's to fight point. Jake Muzzin. And how is Jake Muzzin not just dying laughing? And he's yeah. just like, what the hell is going on here? I was, I'm watching this replay. I'm like, yo, what the heck are you laughing? What the yeah. heck are you doing, dude? This is hilarious. Yeah. Um, a puck getting tossed lightly across like a couple meters at Mar- uh, at Kachuk is his kryptonite. That is his yeah. kryptonite. Every and, that, and that's watch what, that, if he's that's gonna be gonna on the ice. Him. Yeah, if he's gonna be on the ice and it's gonna be the end of the game, it's gonna happen. I think it's gonna happen more often because how oh, like I'm gonna if love it's, it. it's gonna be so great. It's just gonna get under his skin and just him getting pissed, and that's gonna be great to see. Um. um I was uh, before we moved to the Edmonton game. I was reminded of something that happened years upon years ago in the 2007 Cup final, where at the end of I think like the first or second period, Daniel Alverson has the puck and he fakes a shot and he literally turns to the to the Anaheim defender, which was Scott Niederreiter at the time, and takes a full on slap shot at his at his knee on purpose, trying to trying to hurt him or trying and trying Jesus. to get under his skin. This was not that. Oh what, yeah, obviously. What, what Jake Muzzin did was like look it up on YouTube. Like it happened Jake a while Muzzin ago. But like, was standing. He wasn't moving. He was just standing. He in literally place. was just like meh. He he wasn't in a slap shot position. He just took it, tossed the puck up, and it was just like a little floater, and it just whoosh, boom, and then hit him in like the chest or whatever. Like didn't even hit him in the head or like, anything. <laughs> and then he's like just losing. It. Drops some mitts, goes after Muzzin, then like then like. uh then who else else was on the ice? Matthews, 
Matthews was there. Simmons, like, I, I think, think. I think Lindholm. I think Elias Lindholm was there, but they were all just yeah. like, "Yo, like, what's going on, dude? Like, what's yeah. like?" None, of, the, none of them went to Matthew Kachuk. None, none of them went to Jake Muzzin. Like, what the fuck, you you hit you hit Matthew? Yeah. They were all just like, "Yo, like, what's what's going on here? Like, what's yeah. what's happening?" Um. So yeah, that was fun to watch. Um. I. I. I don't know if I how to say this, but I don't like these like close games. Like yesterday's game was very stressful. Right, can I tell you? Um, can I tell you about yesterday? Uh, yesterday I had three classes, two of which started. Uh, so two of which were back to back. So from three twenty to eight forty five, I was in class. And my yeah. last class, my last class was uh was like coding and web design, and it went all the way to the very end. Sometimes, like especially now, like on Zoom, like they'll end it like twenty minutes early or whatever. Sometimes, like yeah. sometimes, we had a class yesterday morning that ended earlier than we, than we thought. But this one went right to the bitter end. We have a yeah. WhatsApp chat in our, in our for our class, and we're all just like, "Is this class still on? Is this still going?" Like we were yeah. just so exhausted, and I had already had two more classes, so I stayed up for only the first period. And by the end of the first period, I'm like, "I, I gotta go to bed. I gotta go to bed." So I went to bed, but it was two nothing. Uh, saw that it was four three and was happy. And then just I just saw the highlights on on YouTube. Yeah. What's going on with all these penalties? So this game was literally a shit show of penalties. Here, let me see if I can find how much penalties were. Um, like, I I was watching even, even the first period. I was watching even the first period, and I hate, I hate being old man who yells at Cloud. That's just like, back in my day. But when did it happen where if you tapped someone on the glove with your stick, it was a slashing penalty? I don't know when that happened, but it's happened so recently to the point where I'm just like, what happened to the days where it took you to break someone's stick with your stick in order for it to be a slash? But I, I'm watching this and just being like, is the NHL just soft now? Have we just gotten soft? Soft, soft in the sense of, of if I tap you with my stick, I am going to get a penalty. So then what's the point of forechecking anymore? Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's, I, it's 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 here. I can't find out sports. I have to go look somewhere else. One second. And then I was just um, looking online just to see just to see like after the game, and I'm seeing like all these gifts of penalties, and I'm just like, I don't see where the penalty is, my friend. I don't see it. Yeah, Kerfoot got three. He got three penalties, and it was ridiculous. Like, okay, I think three one penalties? of them. Yeah, he got three penalties in this game. One, I understand. There was one that was, it was kind of egregious. It was kind of like, thing. it should have been a penalty. After that, it should, like, the other two shouldn't have been penalties. It was dumb. And just, like, just so dumb. Um, I saw the Leafs, like, the Leafs gave up a five-on-three. I saw, it, uh, like, a five-on-three goal to, um, yeah. I think, dry side a little Penalty minutes. Yeah, okay, so is this? No, this isn't the game. One second, I need to find the game. Wow, isn't all this dead air just great for, for all this? Oh, for all it's these, fucking all, bad. All but uh, the Leafs are first in the division, or in first in the league, which is nice to see. They're first yeah, in you're right. for once. Um, it's, good to, it's good to see that the, the more important Canadian city is actually doing something. 
Okay, so hold on. So, so total one, penalties. Two, three. Total penalties, um, Toronto seven, Oilers four. Well, thanks a lot, NHL. You're trying to beat us, but we can't be beat. Yeah, but it was funny because we will will our way to the to the Stanley Cup. It was funny because once we got a penalty and they uh, so we got like two penalties, um, like back, uh, like the the five on two, so a period. 22 minutes, so an entire period was played shorthanded in this game. That's ridiculous. That should serious? never happen. Yeah. 22 minutes of power play. That's that's so for dumb. All, for all teams combined? The, yeah, the entire game. That's ridiculous. Oh, that's, that's a... Wow. Yeah. That's over a period um, of just on the power play. Yeah. So, uh, special, wait, Special teams, it? Jesus. Yeah. Uh, what was I saying? God damn it. Uh... Well, I just I just wasn't a fan of the of some of the penalties. I, I wasn't a, I just wasn't a fan of the call. Um, I think, but I do think the Leafs have been a little undisciplined and definitely need to work on the penalties. Kerfoot among them. Uh, you, t- you took you took we got too much. three we got three penalties in the offensive zone. And that's what I'm saying. Like, is there a point to forechecking anymore if that's what they're going to call? I don't know. I like like these like there were a couple like there have been two games that have just been completely egregious like uh like ref wise this one and was it the ottawa game or it was another game i don't remember which one but there was another game where like oh the three one versus the oilers where we just got oh screwed. the other the other oilers game mm. yeah where we just got screwed by uh ref referees like yes they make mistakes but whatever they, they See, like, I, I, this i'd say this one was worse because it was bad for both it was bad both ways yeah it was and bad then, for both and ways, then yeah. And then, in a way, I'm also saying like, I, I also think, well, all I want out of a ref is consistency. And if you're gonna if you're gonna be bad, be bad both ways. And it, looks, it sounds like they were. So no, so it was interesting because like, so the Edmonton would score on the power play, then the Leafs would get a power play and they score, and then a couple minutes would pass, then the Le- the Oilers got a power play, and then I don't know if they scored on the power play or after the power play, but they'd score, and then we get a power play, and then that's how we won the game basically. Like so, we we won the game because of power play goals. Like, hey, find find a way to uh, in a condensed season. This is how I, this is how I was saying for the 2013 the lockout shortened year. The Leafs were getting shelled every single game, literally being outshot yeah. like thirty to thirty to thirteen every single game, and and they and they kept winning three two every game. And I was like, hey, just as long as you win at the end of the game. Spezza looks good. He's, I think the day off helped him and he's bounced back. He was looking good. So, like, uh, they were saying that Sheldon Keefe, like, benched him, but, like, it's also like he's older. He needs the time off. And he came back and he was just flying down the ice, which was good to see. And Travis Boyd got a goal. No, he has an assist. uh, Well, he got a goal against Calgary out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and I think he got I think he got an assist yesterday on on yeah. on, a, on a goal. And he has a bit of confidence now. Like he was shooting a puck. Jimmy VC looks good. So our bottom six, like our bottom six, is actually contributing. It's nice to see. And and that's all I, we wanted. That's all we yeah, wanted. That, that's all, what we uh, needed. All yeah. last year, yeah. all last year, all we wanted was the bottom six to contribute. So this game had three power play goals. Uh, William Nylanders was like basically on the power play, but it was like yeah. right when it ended. Um, so I love how at the beginning of the game, 
at the beginning of the game, TSN shows his graphics. It's like Neilander hasn't scored in seven games of like he's yeah. scoring. He scored. Yeah. Yeah. No, he this yeah. No, they said that he hasn't scored uh since the home opener. But he Which did score, never game? mind. Yeah, the first game. Um so then it was dry sidle power play, dry sidle power play, and then Wayne Simmons n- not on the power play, just like playing. And then Zach Cassian and then Austin Matthews on the power play, where which we won. That, that's how we won. So hey, Wayne Simmons, that's three goals in three games for him. Like that's yeah. he that's is, amazing. Yeah, he he and he's like uh they were showing like the stats for him on the power play, and it's just him in first place for literally every single statistic that there is. He's just so good on the power play and just like in the in front of the net presence. Like, so, I, I was saying this at the beginning of the season. I don't think he's just going to be there. I don't think he's just going to be a body. I think he's going to be yeah. an actual contributing member, and he seems like a contributing member to the team. Yeah, and he's, he's like, he's been, he fought in Montreal, uh, the first game in Montreal. He, he's being, like, physical, and he's putting out things. He doesn't, he kind of looks slow when he's, like, skating with the younger guys, but, like, that's what you expect from him. He has hard miles, but it's, this team has been fun to watch. I'm, I'm not a fan of these uh, close games, but I'm happy that they can shut it down and not blow a, a one or two goal lead. So yeah, it's I think also like the, in that Calgary game in the first game, uh, they had such a good defensive game that they like they they kind of let it get away from them, and then they let Calgary get back into it. But um, I'm happy that they can shut it down and play shut down defensive if they want to. And they can play crazy offense if they want to. Like yesterday was an example of crazy offense where goals were just going in left and right, which was nice to see. But mm-hmm. those late night games are not, not fun to watch if you're from Toronto. Um, so, here's, so here's another thing. What is so crazy to me is how every single person was so upset when the Leafs brought back Michael Hutchinson to be their fourth string goalie. Yeah. The Edmonton Oilers have played one goalie their entire season so far. Yes. Now, I am not a Michael Hutchinson fan. I have not seen anything from Michael Hutchinson to see say that he is a that he is a competent back in this league. Yeah. However, he's like, how smart was it? looking at it now that Kyle dude was did that because yeah. he knew that there was a there was a uh a chance that Aaron Dell might have gotten claimed off waivers yeah and he did and yeah. you can never and you always want to make sure you don't have injuries knock on wood but an injury came yeah and if they, if they didn't have Michael Hutchinson they would be scrambling to get someone yeah and now they have Michael Hutchinson and they even have Joseph Wall now on the taxi squad yeah. And they're not going to have to worry about this whole – about any quarantine issues. So Did Justin, did, did Justin Wool play in the NHL so, uh, or no? I don't think he's played a game yet, Joseph no, Wool. No, he hasn't. So, okay. But he – but it's it's another thing where it's like you got to – you got to try. You got you to gotta try when – Yeah, when, because – Yeah. When you don't have – when you don't have many options, you got to try something. And so – I would not be surprised. Like I know the I know the Leafs are playing Vancouver in a, uh, next week. Wouldn't be surprised to see Michael Hutchinson play. Yeah, they're playing three games against Vancouver in Toronto, so it's gonna be nice. Seven o'clock, seven o'clock games. You know the the times that matter are yeah. in the city in the city that matters. So, 
Uh, that that will be. I I, I would want to see. I would want to see him him get get into a game. And I'll, and I just I hope for Jack Campbell's recovery. We we were talking about last game. How we're like, oh, I'm not really that worried, you know. And now he, now he's injured. So yeah. obviously you're a little worried about him and just his health in general. Yeah. Um. Um. Zidane Chara. But- Scored his first goal as the Capitals, so that was fun to see. How, oh, wait, how sorry. cool! How how crazy was that? Yeah, it was crazy. The bench was losing it. Uh, the, That's what they, I thought was all, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, sorry, I I just had to. I wanted to get a couple other things in before. Um, uh, did you want to say anything about the Leafs still, or we were done with uh, Leafs? No. Uh, you know, I I like. I'm how happy to how the down. Leafs are playing, and yeah. hopefully they keep it going. They're the number one team in the league. So hopefully that stays up there, and yeah. Um, so yeah, so Chara scored his first goal. Watching the like clip was great. Um, watching the clip was great. Um, oh, Rutherford uh, left the Penguins. Yes, yes, we need to talk about that. So Jim Rutherford, GM of the Pittsburgh Penguins, has resigned. Yeah, and. I don't remember the guy's name, but someone will be stepping into that, uh, to that that spot. I I thought that was completely out of the blue and just strange. But realistically, I thought that Jim Rutherford should have been either let go or fired by the organization because of some of the questionable moves he's made recently. He they should won- have let him go. Like they should have let him go at the beginning of this season, like at the end of last season. Because he did a couple signings that don't look too great. He did a couple trades that don't look too great. Hey, but Cody Cece scored yesterday. Yes, and we also got a first round pick. So actually, after he he after he traded with Toronto, that's when he could have just got fired, because then they wouldn't have Cody Cece, they, but they would have Cap Kapanen. Because that Kapanen trade did not look great from Pittsburgh's perspective of giving up yes. giving up that much from. Uh, give, uh, giving up that much for a player that's granted unproven. Yeah. Like he is, he has not proved like Kasperi Kapanen has not proven himself to be a top six player in, in this yeah. league. Yeah. And I, I looked at that and just went, I remember looking at the trade and just being like, how did the Leafs like make out so well in this, yeah. in this trade without like, yeah. and I, I, I like. I just wasn't. I wasn't a huge fan of it from Pittsburgh's perspective. And Pitt, and he's made a few decisions since since they won the cup in in uh, in twenty seventeen. They decided to sign Jack Johnson, uh, to five years. He's and that's he's it. made that a bunch of questionable moves. That like looking back or actually looking at it objectively, like when they were signed was these are not good idea. This isn't a good idea. Like you're move, you're progressing backwards instead of progressing forwards to make it be younger and then faster. And they decided to go the other way and become slower and more tough. Um, like, I remember, I don't even know if it's tougher. for Eric Branson. Yeah. Like, I don't even know if it's tougher or like just older and just, slow and tough. Yeah. Slow and tough, which is like, it do- doesn't fly in, the, um, in this game anymore. Like it you doesn't. see this Canadian especially division. The, the Penguins. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's gonna see be interesting to see how that shakes out. Um, Pat McAfee said, I want to be general of the Penguins. 
start a rebuild. Well, he's, he's from, I know he's from Pittsburgh, yeah. Yeah, so he, he was talking about that, which is pretty funny. Um, on, Pat McAfee was my saving grace on Tuesday when Aaron Rodgers came on and was like, there were no, there's no reason why I wouldn't be back next year. He was my saving grace because I literally was like, yeah. I, because every year for the past however many years when the Packers just either didn't either didn't make the playoffs or didn't uh, yeah. or didn't you know or Go got kicked out, up. it's oh is uh, is Aaron Rodgers coming back? Is Aaron Rodgers coming back? And I know it's it's like the whole. It's like it's like a situation where it's like you know he's coming back. There's just going to be so many dumb hot takes about whether or not whether or not he's going to come back. And hearing him say that Lucas, was like, oh, it was just great. Lucas, the media has to have something to write about in the off season, okay? Every year I know. I know. they can write about will um, will Rogers be back this year, and then they go down all the stats of like last year and this year and projected year, and then he came out flying this year. Hey, here's a just, chart. Yeah, here's a chart. And he came out flying this year and had a vengeance to just destroy every team in his way. And then Tom Brady is the GOAT. Like, he just he, – it's Tom Brady. Like, and apparently – like, I've seen the call. It's bullshit call. But like, that's beyond the point. I, I, I um, gave it to you. I, I, I showed it to you. Yeah. I, that's just, um, that was just another example of, of the cons- of consistency. No, Pat, Pat McAfee, I love him. His Rogers Tuesday is great. Aaron, Aaron's a – Aaron's always just been a very outspoken, great character, just in just in general. But if he, but if he played hockey, no one would like him. So yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. Uh, um, do you have anything? Do you have anything else? No, uh, I want to hear about what your surprise is because. Okay, I'm so excited night, for this. Okay, let me just tee this up. Last night, Lucas is like, "I have a surprise for you for the podcast," and then I'm like, "Okay, sounds good." And then he messaged me, oh, Trevor's going to be on the podcast. And I'm like, oh, is that the surprise? And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. The surprise is for when it's just me and you. So I'm here all years to see what the surprise is. So this surprise, uh, I'm just going to preface this. It has nothing to do with hockey, nothing to do with sports. But it has to do with something that we both love. So if you... Another thing. Another thing. Um, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> so, Sahar and I both love the MCU. Oh. And I found a list of the Collider.com. Do you know Collider.com? No? Yes? I didn't, I didn't hear you. Yeah, yeah. I do. You do? Okay. Yeah. So, so for those who don't know, Collider's a, a movie uh, website, and it's also a YouTube channel. It's has, has some great personalities. It's like, a pop, like, it's like a pop culture website, like for yeah. movies and stuff like that. Uh, great. Yeah. Those were there for a long time, like uh, Christian Christian Harloff, Mark Ellis, and all, and all their crew. They came out with all three movies ranked from worst to best. Okay. I, I so, haven't seen this. I so. know that this... I know that this list, because it's an opinion piece, does not matter in the long run. However, yes. I know that since you and I love this, we can look at their at their list, judge it for our own for our own personal opinions, personal thoughts, just to say, hey, okay. how do we how do we feel about these? Okay, because this is it's going to be twenty three movies, and I don't really want to deal with twenty three movies of ranking them. Let's go. What were the three worst movies that they listed, and what were the three best movies that they listed? Because oh, going, to, 
because going all th- through all 23 and ranking them is like that's an entire episode in, in and of itself and this is a hockey podcast and i don't think the fans want to just listen to us ramble on about mcu movies so maybe we should start a pop, uh, a pop culture podcast but until then well, let's keep it uh uh, short and to the point. I, I, I'm actually curious. Like, what did they name right. like the three worst movies? Coming at the last spot, number twenty-three, we got Iron Man two. Okay. Have you have you seen Iron Man two? Yes. Everyone hates I, Iron Man two. I kind of like Iron Man two. Uh, I saw it for the first time this year because I did my my binge on Disney Plus. It's not that great. It's really not. It that isn't really great, boring. but it's it's boring. Like, I don't. I don't know. I like it just because of the characters, and it's kind of a fun. I think the like, one thing I liked was when like he and Rhodey drunk fought on on Tony's birthday. That was yeah. the one. That was the one yeah. part of it that I actually yeah. that I actually enjoyed, and that I actually that I actually liked. But other than that, like, I mean, like Scarlett Johansson's cool. Like yeah. Black Widow's introduction is kind of cool, yeah. but i don't don't know i don't know everyone hates on that movie i don't mind it like it's not as bad as everyone says that it is but i don't know next one uh next one number 22 this is where i already disagree 22 the second worst movie out of the out of all of them dr strange i already disagree with this right now okay where does why do people hate this movie where does Thor's a Dark World land? Uh, uh, scrolling. Seventeen. <sighs> they they one behind. Uh, so Thor one was eighteen. Thor the Dark World was was seventeen. So Thor the Dark World was better than Thor. In their opinion. That's stupid. That is stupid. That is stupid, stupid, stupid. Thor the... Okay, so if I was doing a bottom three list, Thor the Dark World would be the last movie on that list. Mine too. Mine too. Then... It's the most, It's the most like, NyQuil. It's NyQuil in two hours. Like, that's what yes. it is. And the story... Like, it's not even entertaining. Like, for me, I find Iron Man 2 entertaining, and it's like a fun watch. It's, it's kind of dumb. The characters are all kind of dumb, but Black Widow's introduced. Nick Fury's introduced. He has, like, the whole chest armor thing. And I like the backstory of like his father and like that thing. Thor: The Dark World has none of that. It's, it's the only thing it has is is a is an Infinity Stone. That's the only important yes. thing about yeah. it. Yeah, and the story is not entertaining. The action is not entertaining. It's all kind of just a black blob at the end of it. And uh, Loki, spoiler warning: Loki dies again and then comes back to life again. So mm. yeah, it's no. It's that that's this this list is stupid. I I disagree. I love how we were we, we I love how we were talking about Doctor Strange being at the second worst, and you started talking about Thor. Yeah, it's Doctor Strange is an average movie. I love Doctor. I like Doctor Strange. I don't I don't think that pe- I don't know why people hate it so much. No, I don't hate it. I say I I think it's just like an average MCU movie. Like it's nothing special. It's nothing like terrible. It's just an average. Like it's it'd, a, it'd be like a like a sixteen something like that. Yeah, like the mid range, like, like, like I'd say that Doctor Strange is better than Captain Marvel. Yeah, I agree with you there. Yeah, so like it's 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 like just an average movie that like if it's on TV you watch it. If it's just in the background you watch it because it's entertaining and like it's just an MCU movie. So 
I went through a different list of these for Wired, the one that does the autocomplete interviews, that, yeah. that company, that, yeah. that website. They had Captain Marvel ranked seven ahead of Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, that is... I'm going to get canceled that's, for this, that's, but that's so No, don't, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to end up getting canceled. Okay. I know mind. what you're going to say. Was... I know what you're going to say. We all know what you're going to say. You don't need to say it. So and for those that say that we don't like feminine led movies, if you make a good movie, everyone will enjoy it. Have you seen the first Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman's you... amazing. Yes. If you make a good movie, everyone will go see it. Doesn't matter who is in the lead. I'm just that's all I'm gonna. Have you seen Alien? Have you seen Alien or Aliens? That's a female led movie, and it's amazing. And they're both amazing. Like uh, I, Stranger I, Things. Oh, Alien. Stranger yeah, Things. Okay, so the, yeah. Okay, yeah, I've seen that. Stranger so, Things is arguably a female led movie uh, TV series too. Yeah, and that's amazing. great. That's a great show. Uh, all right. So third worst, uh, Edward Norton's Incredible Hulk. Yeah, I, I don't hate that. Like that—that's yeah. I hate Incredible Hulk. I, there are a lot of people who no. I know okay, a, a I, lot of people who love Incredible Hulk, but I know there's a majority of people that don't. I'm no, okay, in the so, middle. Yeah, I no, I I'm not saying I hate the movie. Like it's it's a below average movie. I'm just saying that if we're ranking them, then yeah, it deserves to be in like the bottom five. Because it isn't important. Realistically, it's just not important. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. There's Man, a lot of I, politics that have to go behind that because of the studio's rights and just like, uh, like, because uh, Universal owns the rights to the Hulk movie, and like, there's just a bunch of politics that happens behind the scenes and money and um, production and all this other stuff. So, yeah, that's why it's not a good movie. <laughs> and I, I, I was, I was very interested to see like what would have happened if, uh, if um, Edward Norton kept kept on being being in the uh in the mcu um i think it would have imploded because really? edward okay. norton edward norton is not oh, uh, he's a ter- he's he's terrible he's terrible to like like as a uh, human like he's just an ass to like there's a lot of productions like there's a lot of stories about this it's just he's not a nice person to be around on set and it's like it's kind of it sucks because he's such a good actor but it's, mm-hmm. he just he doesn't get along with the cast of characters and like um, Mark Ruffalo, who's now the Hulk, is uh, a great character. Everyone loves him. The actor has no no one's complaining about him, and he's just been in so many movies, and he's going to be in lots of TV shows. There's going to be the She-Hulk TV show, so he's going to be in that, and it's going to be interesting to see okay. how how they develop that. Character. We're going to watch. I'm sure we're going to watch WandaVision once this is over. Yes. It's Friday. Uh, yeah, it's Friday at one division right, episode. So, four. Uh, so, so now, now we went to the. Now we're going to go to the top. We'll, we'll, can we do the top five? I want to do. This, we'll do the top five. Sure, okay? sure. Yeah, go to top right, five. So five, Winter Soldier. Okay. I don't really have many complaints there. Yeah, I, I think I, actually Winter, Sol- Winter Soldier is like a top three, maybe top two for me. Yeah, depending on what's above it, then I might have a complaint about it, but. Like, okay. Oh, go. you're gonna have a complaint here. Number four, Guardians of the Galaxy. The first one? Volume uh, two. Oh, okay. No. Continue. No, literally number four is Guardians of the Galaxy, the second yes, one. Like I'm volume gonna complain two. after we all know okay. the top five. Uh three, the first Iron Man. Okay. Uh two, the first Avengers. 
Yeah, okay. What's the number one movie? I'm I'm shocked. Captain America. The first one. Jesus Christ. What are these people smoking? Are you high? Me? No, them. Yeah, they, these they, people. They, America won over freaking Black Panther and all the, and the rest of the movies? Over Endgame? Over Infinity War? Okay, so... These people... They ahead of fucking uh, Infinity War. They put Doctor... If they like Captain America the First Avenger and they put Doctor Strange as the second to last movie, what is wrong with you? They're basically both the same move. Like... They put 15. Yeah. Okay, so... Okay, these people are just smoking some next level type of drugs that like I, I wonder what they're on because I want it. I yeah. wonder what they're on because I want it. But it's also like, what is their statistics of rating the movies? That that's like, what are I, you? I, uh, what is their? Reference? I assume it's just. I assume it's just opinion piece because I don't because I because you read you read through the through the text and all it is is just uh it's just them explaining the movie where it's like you know this is the story of how Steven, Steve Steve Rogers went from. From tiny kid from Brooklyn to to the super soldier Captain America, and they don't actually say why they put it at number one. Like, okay, that's stupid. If um, they said if, if they said Civil War, I would have agreed. Like, yeah. I could see that because it's that's a fantastic movie. Yeah. So but, okay, so <laughs> for me Captain personally, America. yeah. If we're talking about like okay, so if we're talking about fan base and just movie enjoyment, that's two different categories. For me, exactly. I'm more in the fan base, so I think up like the movies that are up there is Avengers, um, not Avengers, yeah, Avengers: Endgame, Winter Soldier, Civil War, and yeah, I think those were the top three, like MCU movies that have to do with the MCU. Oh, and the first Avengers. So I think I think my top three would probably go like Winter Soldier, um. Infinity War. Don't don't hate me. Number three, I'm gonna go Ragnarok. Yeah, that's not a bad pick. If it's like just fat, like it's, it's so good. Yeah, it is. It's good. so it's enjoyable so and yeah. so funny. Yeah. Did you see um, he uses picture? You just say he uses this for orgies? Yeah. Um, but that list is really dumb, and I disagree with. Like, I, I'd be. I don't even want to look at the rest of the list because it's probably just gonna be egregious like call after egregious call. Um, but I objectively, event the first uh, Captain America: The First Avenger is not as good right. as Winter Soldier. Like just I, en- I enjoy work. it. It's a good movie. It's not. Winter it's a good Soldier origin good. story. It's a good origin story, but Winter Soldier just pumps it up to like a next level. That's it's on the level. Did you of know the end game? And um, and other like mi- big movies. Did you know the Did you know the uh, the identity before the movie? Of what the Winter Soldier? Uh, of Winter Soldier. Yeah. Uh, I did too. I was so well, mad. It's, it's, I literally it's, looked it up on I looked it up on YouTube beforehand, and then I found out. I it would have been so great if I just didn't, and then went into and then went into it. He drops the mask. You're like Bucky. Oh, oh like. I knew it because I like I like read co- like I read comics and like I like oh okay I, I like things so like 
you like if you read the comics of like the first Avengers or the Captain America origin story, Bucky dies, I, but I he doesn't really die. I oh, okay. So like, yeah, I, I knew like background stuff on like in the comics and like the the Winter Soldier soldier like, and like who the Winter Soldier was. But yeah, okay. So that list is dumb. Um, I'd put like Civil War, Civil War, no Winter Soldier, Endgame, Civil War. Yeah, that's a that's that's a good list. Because right. for me think... personally, Endgame, uh, Endgame is not a movie for the general public. It's a love letter to the fans that watched have been watching since day one and watched from oh, like the so original good. Iron Man. I ha- I didn't watch from the original Iron Man. I started watching like uh, 2012 um, after uh... after Avengers. But then I rewatched all the old movies and I yeah. love them and still. I follow. really start. I really started paying attention like once Winter Soldier came out. Like once Winter Soldier came out is when I started watching. That was the first Marvel movie I saw in theaters. Was so. Winter Soldier? Yeah, Winter Soldier. Or was? Oh, mine was. No. Mine was the Avengers. Mine was Winter Soldier, because like mm-hmm. I got into Avengers like a year or so after Avengers came out, so. Okay, so I don't. So uh, the the gist of this podcast is uh, the Canucks are mad, the Leafs are amazing, and uh, Stan Lee's a genius. So uh, that's um, it. what. Yeah, that, that, we'll wrap it up. Uh, thanks for listening. One thing I do want to say is I didn't expect Ottawa to be this bad. I kind they of have one Ottawa win. Was... They have a one win, and yeah. of course, against of course, it's against the Leafs. Yeah, uh, I wish I wish the Ottawa Senators were a bit better, but they're not. Bad. It'd be kind of fun just to have a better team. Like, how, about, how, about, of... how about this? We we put something in place to have five thousand fans. <laughs> That's a whole nother discussion that I am not planning to go into or even want to go into. Um, I'll, I'll just say that uh, you know, Genie, God damn it, Eugene, Eugene Malnick is um. He's a madman. He's an unfit owner, or an un un. He's not a good owner. Okay, that, that's all I'm He's, gonna say. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Check us out next week. We'll be back. Okay, there's a Saturday game. Uh no, so there's a Saturday game, and then and then I think the Leafs have the Leafs are off till the next, till Thursday after that. So they have they have like a five day break after that. Yeah, I think. So. Uh, yeah, I think like we have a break, so that's why that's why. So probably so, Monday, Monday we might be able to. I think we'll be able to do it. This Monday, mm. we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll it'll, figure it out. If anything, it'll we'll, come we'll out eventually. One, yeah, we'll have. We'll either do it like next Friday, because that's when like, but it's so like next week because there's gonna be two games between that, so we need something to talk about. Um, or we'll just have a short like half an hour segment or like a 15 minute segment on Edmonton tomorrow. Uh, so check us out on Spotify, Apple music, please share, uh, please like, uh, leave a good review that really helps with the algorithm and getting our pub podcast out there and see you guys next.